guys, welcome back. This is part two of a two-part podcast. And the first one was yo-yo diet cure. And I went through um, my journey and journeys that I know um, that my clients have gone on and that many women that I talk to um, are either currently on um, and struggling with and how it, it isn't something um, that we're missing. Um, it isn't the wrong diet. Um, but it's hard to find. And we, for some reason, get stuck in these yo-yo diet, fad diet cycles, and they are just detrimental to our mental health, to our physical health. Um, and eventually we just end up giving up on ourselves. But, um, if you related to that past, the last podcast, and you were able to, um, see that that's exactly what you've been doing for the past three, five, 10, 20 years. And you are looking for some solid, actual, um, actionable things that you can do right now to help you break that cycle. Um, this is what part two is about. This part one was about becoming aware. It's about the story, about the relatability, about the realization, maybe, And part two is about what we can do um, to break that cycle and to start developing habits um, that are conducive to our goals. And I think that is the biggest highlight I want to make in this podcast is the word habits. If you look at your life, no matter if it's your personal uh, relationships, business relationships, your career path, the state of your mindset, the state of your financials, the state of everything in your life is a result of your habits. And for me, it seems so simple, right? Like, okay, duh, my habits do impact my life. But for me, it actually took me a very long time to realize that I was where I was at because of my habits. And I never actually um, dug into why the habits I had were the habits that I had. Um, I never sat down and um, just took a look into my own life. And are these habits that I even want to have? Are these habits creating the life that I want? Are these habits healthy for me? Are they good for me? I, I never did that. And for a lot of people, life is so busy and it's hustle and bustle and And a lot of us just don't take that time to reflect. And this is not a one-time thing. I think that's the the other kind of huge life realization that I had was I am consistently checking and balancing my life. I am consistently looking at what's pulling me, what's pushing me, what, what is, you know, my life checkbook looking like. And that is essentially your habits, your day-to-day habits. And Um, the habits of somebody in a yo-yo cycle diet is, uh, lack of planning. Probably you don't plan a lot. I never did. Um, everything was by the seat of the pants. I would wake up late, um, a habit of pressing snooze, a habit of waking up late, a habit of not making my bed, a habit of not scheduling time in for exercise, a habit of saying yes to everything, to every happy hour, to every lunch, to every piece of food someone offered me, it was saying yes. And it was saying no to discipline. Anything that took too much time or was too disciplined or, or that just wasn't any fun, I just didn't really want a part of it. 
And I realized that these habits were leaking into every avenue of my life. My financials were terrible. I couldn't save money. My credit sucked. I was in an abusive, toxic relationship. I didn't have a job that I enjoyed. And had I kept all of those habits, I was gaining weight because I was not being nice to my body. I was on a lot of prescription medication because I was not being nice to my body. I just, if I kept up all of those habits, you know, your life doesn't just change. You know, someone doesn't just come over and wave a wand over your head and then all of a sudden you change. It's hard, guys. I am not, please understand, I am not saying that this is going to be easy, but I am telling you it's going to be worth it. Remember what we said on part one. Part one, I talked about it a few times. It is so important to focus on what we have to gain. If you love your happy hours and your excessive drinking and your life just kind of party hardy, but you're truly unhappy with how you look and how you feel, but you're unwilling to make those changes because you don't want to give up that fun, that was me. I did not want to give up my, quote, fun to be healthy. I just didn't. And I, what, I, what I was focused on is what I had to give up. I was focused on having to give something up and it made me miserable. It wasn't until once I started on focusing on what I had to gain that it completely changed the game. So here are some habits. We're just going to kind of get right into it. I want to talk about some habits that you can start right now today. I don't care what time it is of the day that you're listening to this. These are habits that I had to learn. I had to implement daily. I may have fallen off the wagon, but I got right back on. Even if you fall off for an hour, some people think that the second they make a mistake that the whole day's ruined and screw it, and then everything else goes to par. Have you ever heard that saying where uh, doing that is like having one one flat tire and you get out and you're all pissed off because one flat tire and then you go stab the other three? Clearly, you've made your situation worse. So if you start these new habits and you slip up, even just let's just say it's, for example, eating and you go out to happy hour, you tell yourself you're going to stick to your goals. You tell yourself you're going to stick to it and you end up getting a little bit tipsy. You have too many glasses of wine. Oh, well, screw it. I'm going to order the nachos too. And then I'm going to go home and eat a pint of ice cream, maybe have some more wine, go to bed. You could have just stopped it at that first one. You didn't have to quote, slash the rest of your tires because you made one, quote, mistake. I think that's the biggest misconception is people think they have to be perfect. My fitness journey, no one who has had success in a fitness journey has done everything right every single day. The key is the consistent resetting of goals, resetting of habits, resetting of mindset so that you can be successful. And you have to do that as many times as it takes until you get there. On part one, I talked about habits and, and or skills. Weight loss is a skill, guys. And, and I know that may sound funny. You may have not heard that before, but I think weight loss is a skill and it has to be pruned. It has to be completely practiced every day. And it's a losable skill. If you don't practice it, you can lose it. Here are some things that you have to gain because I know sometimes right away people are like, oh my gosh, this sounds terrible. Here's what you have to gain. A positive mindset a positive outlook on life, the discipline to be able to change your life in more ways than one. The discipline that this fitness lifestyle taught me brought my my credit score from like 300 to nearly 800. My credit score was in the dumper. I'm talking like 300s. And I never would have been able to fix it if it weren't for this fitness journey. The discipline that this fitness journey taught me. 
that I don't need that $5 caramel macchiato every day. I don't need to spend money at Target. I need to save it. I didn't have that discipline prior to the fitness journey. I don't need, you know, three slices of pizza. I don't need six glasses of wine. I don't need a whole tub of ice cream. I don't need to eat out eight times a week. The discipline that you will get, although the word discipline for some reason has a negative connotation behind it, it is actually one of the most positive life altering habits you can have discipline. Discipline is the ultimate form of self-love. Discipline has now gotten me a business of my own. Discipline has gotten me the point of me having self-respect that I have found the man of my dreams, my relationships, my business, my financials, my health, my physique, everything has exponentially gotten so much better in my life since I started this fitness journey. Yes, I had to give up some of those insane, crazy party weekends. Yes, I had to give up happy hour every night. Yes, I had to give up my bottle of wine every night. And I'm not kidding you. I enjoyed sitting in the bathtub and I would drink wine and listen to music. And eventually I'd have a whole bottle. And I would do that multiple times a week, if not every night. (laughs) I'm glad I gave that up. I thought that that's what my soul needed. I thought that that's what made me happy. And it didn't. It actually was destroying my mental aptitude. It was destroying uh, a lot of my physical health. What you may think is fun and what your soul needs and freeing could actually be what's holding you back from what is actually freeing. And I want to make that abundantly clear to you guys, because I know a lot of people think that fitness journeys and weight loss journeys has to be about what you have to give up. And I promise you, if you think like that, it will suck. If you think like that, you're going to hate it. If you think like that, you will quit. But if you change your mindset right away to what do I have to gain? I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to look good. I'm going to feel good. My relationships will improve. My career will improve. My life will improve. Focus on that. Number one, habits. How many of you drink your calories? And what I mean by that is that 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 tea that you're drinking that does say that it's tea and everyone assumes tea is healthy could have 30 grams of carbohydrates, aka 30 grams of sugar in it. And you probably don't even know. You just think it's liquid. So how could it be causing weight gain? You pair that with maybe a soda for lunch. You pair that with an iced caramel macchiato for breakfast. You are now drinking about a thousand calories a day. So tip number one, stop drinking your calories. This includes fruit smoothies and fruit juices from so-called healthy juice bars. Stop drinking your calories. And why do I say this? Well, what's wrong, Kristen, with having a you know carrot juice from Jamba Juice? It's healthy, right? Uh, depending on your goal and your goal, if you're listening to this podcast is probably to lose weight, that carrot juice, I used to drink them. And that's why this is my example. I used to go to Jamba juice to get the carrot mango juice and it was fruit and smoothie or fruit and veggie juice. Of course that's healthy, right? Well, a medium one had like 70 carbs in it. It was insane. And I would have that every single day because I thought that it was healthy and I didn't even think something like that could be ruining my progress. So tip number one, do not drink your calories. Start paying attention to what is in your calories. If you want coffee, either drink it black 
or put sugar-free syrups in it. Start to wean yourself off of the sugary coffee. Guys, every single day, this is also probably why my finances increased, um, but every single day I got a grande caramel macchiato with extra caramel and an extra shot. It was like $8. (laughs) And that drink in itself is like 500 calories. I would have one every single day. And then for lunch, I would have a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dews were my jam. I loved Mountain Dew. And maybe for dinner, I had a glass of wine. That is a lot of calories in liquid. And so now what my habits look like are I do drink black coffee or I put protein in my coffee. Pro freaking tip, guys. It tastes just like a caramel macchiato. If you follow me on Instagram, which is probably how you found this podcast, you see my coffees. I am not just doing that for pleasure or to like show you guys what I do. I literally, it is the best thing you could do in the world because it not only takes away the sugar and the, the crap that you're drinking in your coffee, it adds protein, which we'll get to that later. That's another tip. But I swear, if you can start changing lifestyle habits, do you have to get rid of your coffee? No. Maybe start doing sugar-free. Maybe you start with four pumps of sugar-free and then you wean yourself to three, to two, to one. Because what I don't want you to do is just now be drinking a bunch of artificial sugar. That's not exactly ideal either. But in the beginning, you would be totally fine starting with a higher amount of sugar-free syrup and weaning yourself down. I promise you guys, you can. And now there's nothing better than on a cold day, a nice hot cup of coffee. Sugar-free creamer is your best friend. Or you can get the less filled sugar. Start looking at labels when you go to the grocery store. You can look at labels and say, find something that's a little less heavy. Teas. Drink green tea, black tea. But these 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 teas you get at the at the you know gas station in the morning or the grocery stores or even at like panda, uh, not panda, Panera bread. Be careful because teas have oftentimes a lot of sugar. Get unsweetened tea. Well, Chris, I can't drink that. Okay, drink water. We have to remember that there will be, have to be sacrifices being made. If you are looking for a weight loss journey that is just sunshine, rainbows, and flowers, you're not going to find it. So I think I've hammered number one. <laughs> Don't drink your calories. Period. End of story. That kind of leaves me into number two. And this is a big one. And it's Alcohol. And before you guys think that I'm just some sort of fit fit person who doesn't drink alcohol, um, if you've listened to some of my stories in the past, you know my history with alcohol and it it wasn't a good one. I would probably have labeled myself as a borderline, if not full-blown alcoholic. Um, And I'm not saying that because I don't take that lightly. Alcoholism, I think, runs in in my family. Um, There's no off switch. Once I started drinking, I would drink until I blacked out, period. There was no, no limit no limit. I would go to parties and I would drink until I couldn't. Yeah. Blackout. It was awful. I had very bad drinking habits. Um, eventually I had to be an adult and hold a job. So my drinking habits got better. Um, but like I said, my hobby was sitting in the tub, listening to music, reading a book, drinking wine. Um, you know, and they, they make it all seem fun and games in the movies and in TV shows guys. But if you are drinking heavily every night, that's a problem. I'm just going to say that it's a problem. Um, This day and age likes to put, you know, everything's okay. Do what you want. YOLO. But truly, guys, there's no reason you should be drinking heavily every night. Not only is it bad for you mentally, it's bad for you physically. And if you're trying to lose weight, 
It is, you are not going to be losing weight that way. That was probably my biggest hindrance. The biggest and hardest thing for me was giving up my alcohol. Um, and if you remember part one, I told you with keto, I went 30 days with no alcohol. It was the best thing I've ever done. Not only did it show myself that I wasn't dependent on it, that I could actually deprive myself of alcohol for longer than a day. It gave me that boost of confidence. I've never felt better. My mind is clear. I don't get headaches. I feel good. And that kind of started my journey of now I really drink socially. It is rare that I have too much to drink. Um, like once a year rare. And once I do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, no thanks. And it's usually an accident. I think the last time was at Christmas with my family and we were doing shots. I don't even know. Never a good idea with shots. Um, but now I understand that, okay, drinking socially and, and choosing, picking and choosing your drink. I remember I would kind of drink anything. You know, if it's alcohol, I'll take it. But now it's like, no, I, if those nights that I really truly crave a glass of wine, you bet your butt I'm having a glass of wine and I'm going to enjoy it, but I only need one. So start being mindful of your alcohol habits. You don't need to go to every happy hour. And if you do, you can order water with a lime. You know what I mean? You can order a diet Coke. But truly, 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 if you have some alcohol habits, um, Clearly, if they're serious, you, I, I do recommend getting help on that, but um, it's not going to be conducive to your fitness goals at all. Alcohol needs to be very, very, very limited. Once a week would be fine, one or two glasses, but if you really are serious about losing weight, guys, I would cut it out altogether. Make it a special occasion to have one. You know what I mean? Son's graduating from, from this or that from high school. Have a glass of wine. You know, your daughter got accepted into college. Have a glass of wine. You can have alcohol, but it shouldn't be something that's a staple in your life. And that's something for me, a habit for me that I just in the yo-yo cycle, in the diet phase, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do. So that's a habit in my life that has changed and for the better and made a huge impact in my weight loss journey. Uh, number three is snacks. Who is a snacker? I am a snacker. I love snacks. Uh, sometimes we just like to do it to be busy. Um, you know, that's the, uh, you're at an office. That was my worst thing. And when I ate in the office, you know, people would bring in snacks. I'd have, I'd keep peanut butter M&Ms in my, at my desk for snack, but I'd end up eating the whole freaking bag in one sitting. Um, when you go to the break room and there's a, you know, a jar of candy and you grab some, or if you're at home and you're watching TV and you're bored and you're hungry and you want something quick, so you grab a pop tart, be mindful of how often you're snacking throughout the day and what your choice of snack is. Um, and for me, I just had to, in the beginning, cut that stuff out. Don't buy candy desk, desk for your candy. Wait, wow. Okay. Where's my coffee? Don't buy candy to sit at your desk. If you know that you're just going to snack on it without having any sort of limit, don't go into the break room and get the candy just because it's there. If you're truly hungry, you need to eat, but don't eat candy or snacking, you know, or French fries. Like we all have different snacking habits, but my goal there is to become aware of how often you're snacking because those little bites here and there, they add up. Number whatever we're on. I think we're on five. Yeah. Don't drink your calories. Alcohol needs to be limited. Snacks need to be aware. So number four, this is number four. Um, what are your going out to eat habits? This also tags in a number five is fast food. This is all encompassing. 
you, I remember I'd go out to lunch every single day. I'd make breakfast at home, but I'd go to the office. I needed lunch. So I'd go to Chipotle or Chick-fil-A, or we'd order some Chinese or Mexican food in. Um, but every day I'd have lunch ordered in. And then for dinner, uh, especially when I was single, I'd, you know, stop on the way home and get something. Cause I didn't want to cook for one. If you are eating out to eat once a day, that needs to stop. I even have clients and I see on the, you know, on the client list where at least once a day, there's something, even if they're fitting it into their macros, they're eating out and that will hinder your weight loss. There are a lot of hidden calories and and it's hard to track accurately going out, but that's not their point because most of you aren't tracking your food right now. Probably these are just tips that you can start right away. And I guarantee you, if you do these tips, you will lose weight. I guarantee you. And you won't have to do it with trying and going to do cardio You're not going to have to do it with hating life. These are small habits that will become eventually your new habits. If your habit now is a ton of alcohol and you change that habit, like I did, not only will you be happy, healthier, you'll see the pounds come off. But fast food guys, oh man, I remember there was a time in my life um, I I did makeup at uh, Sephora. I was a makeup artist and um, I would get there early and I would get... um, I'd eat at Taco Bell three times a day. It was right down the street and I freaking love their um, chicken burrito, extra avocado ranch. That is my order, two of them. Oh my goodness. And I would have that three times a day. So I would have six chicken burritos, extra avocado ranch. They're not that big. So we're not talking about like, you know, the huge burritos, but six burritos a day. And that was just breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That didn't count anything else that I had. Um, but I didn't feel like I was eating a lot, right? Cause they weren't that big and I was only eating three times a day, but fast food is your, is your mortal enemy guys. And I used to eat it. Like I said, three times a day, not three times a week, a day. That habit was detrimental, not only to my bank account, but to my health and to my weight loss. I don't care if you're going to Panera or mad green salad or choosing quote healthy options. If you look at what is in a mad green salad, what you think is healthy, it's astronomical. Most salads that you get from fast food joints are not healthy. They're calorie, fat, carb filled. It's surprising, I know. I'd even go to Safeway and get those um, built, already built salads. Not a good idea. They're not healthy. They're, they're very calorie ridden and most people don't know that. They just know what they've learned or what they think is healthy and it's usually the very opposite. So... You need to limit going out to eat and you need to limit fast food. Start bringing sandwiches from home. Make your breakfast. Have something you can have for dinner. When you make dinner, make more. If it's just you or just you and your husband, make servings for six and then keep the rest and then you can take that with you. You don't need to go full-blown meal prep. But I'm telling you, if you start looking at your eating out habits and your fast food habits, you're going to see some big changes that probably need to be made. And again, this includes healthy places. This includes all of those healthy places. Number six, protein slash lack thereof. Many women come to me and they are eating 50 to 60 grams of protein and they want what they call quote, toned. They want a toned body. That is like every woman's goal. They want to be toned, right? Well, being toned, let me just explain what that means. To be toned, you have to have muscle. You can't just lose fat and not have muscle. Because if you just lose fat and you don't have muscle, you are going to now look what they call skinny fat. 
And so many women do that because they eat nothing. They starve themselves. They lose weight, but they don't gain muscle. And so they just look kind of flabby. They may be skinny, but they don't feel good. That's not what their goal was, right? And so I cannot stress it enough that if you want to be toned, if you want to have that nice, you know, toned, firm look, you don't want to look like a bodybuilder. I get you, girl. Trust me, I get you. But you want to be toned. You need to have protein. And that kind of goes back into like uh, number one, two, and three. Instead of drinking your calories and instead of snacking on candy and carbs, start snacking on protein. You really should be getting a good amount of protein. You can start, again, I've done podcasts on this, so I won't get into the amount, but honestly, you should be having 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight. That's a good place to start, 0.8 to one. So multiply your body weight by 0.8 and eat that much protein during the day. Well, what's in, what's protein? I need help. Well, Google it, guys. I mean, that's the big thing is Google will be your best friend. Google what, you know, but protein is in your meats, cottage cheese. You can get protein in Greek yogurt, protein shakes, protein coffee. And if you have to get some of your protein through a shake, by all means, nothing wrong with that. But protein needs to be prioritized. So instead, anytime you're hungry, like, gosh, I'm so hungry, I could use a snack. Well, maybe a protein shake could do the trick. Maybe some Greek yogurt could do the trick. Maybe some cottage cheese could do the trick. Maybe some rolls of turkey at the deli could do the trick. Maybe some egg whites could do the trick. Start thinking more protein, less snacky. Um, Number seven, water. So many women, myself included, uh, do not drink enough water. And water will impact almost everything. It impacts your weight loss. It impacts your inflammation. It impacts your recovery. It impacts your sleep. A lot of women come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't sleep. My sleep is shit. And I ask them how much water they're drinking. And it's like, well, maybe like a cup a day. Guys, if you aren't drinking enough water, you will find yourself not being able to sleep. Dehydration affects everything. Most women that do great with everything else, but they don't drink enough water, once they start drinking water, their weight levels out. They'll even find themselves losing weight. You need water. Your body is comprised mostly of water. Start drinking water. Get a jug of, you know, like a liter jug or a half gallon or whatever. Now we only have to fill it up a few times. And if you're not drinking any water, start slow. Make it a goal this week to drink 100 ounces a day. And then next week, 120 ounces a day. The week after that, 150 ounces a day. Most women, if you get a gallon to a gallon and a half, that's the sweet spot. So work your way up to that. You don't need to go ham. But instead of getting your coffee in the morning, opt for water. Instead of getting tea with your lunch, opt for water. Instead of having wine for dinner, opt for water. If you can opt for water, do it. And the very last tip I'm going to give you guys, there's really a lot, but the very last tip I can give you is steps. And I know no one wants to hear this, but if you start moving, most people are very, very sedentary. Going to the gym four times a week, but having a desk job does not make you active. You are still sedentary. Most of us do work a desk job, especially with COVID. A lot of us are now forced to work at home. We have to get our steps up. Start walking, wake up 30 minutes earlier and go for a 20 minute walk. Take your kids out for a lunch break walk, even if it's only 15 minutes. Moving is the most underutilized tool for weight loss. And I'm not talking about cardio. I'm not talking about an hour on the elliptical. I'm not talking about anything except for literally walking. 
taking walks. There's a grocery store near the house. And what I started doing is if I needed the onesie twosies, I wouldn't drive there. I'd walk there. And it was a really good way to get my body moving. Your lymphatic system, a lot of women who have cellulite and kind of lumpy skin, it's probably because you're sitting a lot. Clearly, if you have fat to lose, that is also going to play a factor. But many women, it's the lymph nodes. If we need to keep blood flowing in our body and sometimes just by getting our steps to um, 10,000 a day can make a huge difference. This is probably one of the single most important pieces of um, my habits that had to change. Um, very sedentary. And, and that whole saying of a body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest stays in rest. Um, it's funny. Science always seems to be right, but it's true because when I was a very lazy person who didn't care about how much I moved, I snacked on whatever I wanted. I ate out all the time. Uh, I didn't drink any water. I drank a lot of alcohol. I had Starbucks and sodas and energy drinks. Um, basically I didn't care what I put into my body. Um, I was just a very lazy, unmotivated person. And so the idea of getting up and going for a walk made me want to puke. The idea of, of getting 10,000 steps a day seemed impossible. Mind you, I had a desk job, woke up at eight. That's a lie. I woke up at as late as I could to start my job at eight. So I didn't wake up early because I, I just was lazy and I wanted to sleep in did my job, ate at my desk during lunch. I didn't go for a walk, would decide to skip the gym after work. because I was so tired. So I didn't go to the gym. I didn't go for a walk. I went home. I'd grab a glass of wine, maybe some dinner. And I'd sit down and watch a movie. And then I'd stay up just doing random BS, scrolling through my phone until, you know, 10, 11, 12 PM. I didn't have a, a bedtime. Um, which is again, lack of discipline. And then I'd wake up tired and I just, none of my habits served me good. And I think that's the biggest thing I find with, with women. It's not that you're lazy. It's not that you're needing motivation. It's simply that your body as at rest and it will stay in rest and to get it into motion will require some change and it will be uncomfortable at first, but the more you do it and the more consistent you are, it will become cake. I promise you. I remember when I was told I had to get 10,000 steps a day from a coach that I had hired. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I went from being sedentary, working from home. I still worked out. So I went to the gym five times a week, but I still did not get 10,000 steps. Unless you're actively walking a lot, you're not getting your 10,000 steps. I would park further away anywhere I go. I would walk any chance I got. I would wake up early to go on a 45 minute walk before work. And sometimes I would go on a 30 minute walk after work as well. And eventually, I mean, it sucked the whole like first month. It just, it wasn't what I wanted to do. But again, remember that whole discipline factor. We have to discipline ourselves to do the things that are good for us. And then the results and the rewards will come. Now I crave going on walks. I love it. It's like that whole body in motion. My body is in motion and I love keeping it in motion and it's easy to keep it in motion. And I know some of you guys are probably rolling your eyes at me and being like, that's not me. Like, there's no way there is way <laughs> I promise you. I used to be the most unmoving, unwilling, unmotivated goal lacking person out there. I really, really, really was. And now it's easy. It comes easy to me. I have a break in the day. Oh, I'm going to go for a quick walk. I'm just going to get outside and get some fresh air. Oh, I need to go to the store. I forgot to get apples. Well, the store's only 20 minutes that way. That'll be a 40 minute walk around trip. It's sweet. And I'm, I'm excited for it. It's fun. In the winter, 
unless it's freaking blizzarding out, bundle it up. It's kind of fun. I make myself a cup of coffee and I just go for a nice walk. It's so nice to get fresh air. And now it is, it's just, it's just habit. And I think that comes kind of brings me back to the whole encompassing point of this is the reason that you are stuck in yo-yo diets and stuck in cycles is because you overhaul every single habit you have overnight by doing some sort of crazy juice cleanse. You're not juice cleansing now. You're not being health conscious now. You're drinking, you're eating like crap, but yet you're going to drop all of that and juice cleanse. It's only going to last so long and you're not going to see success. So instead of doing these things that are so drastic that really don't produce results, start slow. My fitness journey has had stages and steps. And maybe I'll make this into a bigger, like part three, four, five, because every step and stage of this journey has had me learn something new. And the, but the biggest encompassing factor I can give to you that you can start right now, that you don't need a coach. You don't need a crazy fitness plan or nutrition plan or this or that. Something that if you follow the steps that I just gave you, I think one through eight, I think there were eight of them and you slowly start to implement them in your life. You will see success. I I recommend making a little note to yourself because if you just try to remember what I said, again, these aren't things that you're probably normally doing. Therefore, you're not seeing those results. Therefore, for you to just use your brain power, that's not that good habit of discipline. So get your notes out. I recommend somewhere that, so like for me, I would grab my phone and I'd get a little note and I would be weight loss 101 or something. Make yourself a note. Ready? One, don't drink your calories. Two, be mindful and limit alcohol. Number three, be mindful and limit snacking. Number four, limit amount of eating out. Number five, very similar to number four, but it's definitely different because people seem to misconstrue the two. Limit fast food. Number six, focus on protein. Amount of protein to have 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. So again, you multiply your body weight by 0.8. Number seven, aim for 120 to 150 ounces of water a day. And number eight, work your way up to 10,000 steps a day. Keep that list in front of you, whether it's in the notes on your phone app, you put it as your background, because these are things you're going to have to work on. You can't just automatically, boom, change your habits. Habits require consistent effort to change. Most people think it takes 30 days to change a habit. That's false. It takes 66 days to change a habit. Changing your life, losing weight, making it easy, guys. These steps are all very simple. I didn't list anything that you may not have already heard or understood or known about weight loss. That's the problem is people like to make it fancy because they like to sell people something. If you see someone selling something super fancy with weight loss, I would back away. Weight loss requires habits to be changed. If you look at any person who has had successful weight loss journeys and kept it off, that's the key. Not someone who's lost 20 pounds on keto and then gained it all back. That was not successful. I'm talking about people who are successful in the fact that they have completely transformed their lives. And there's someone that you see, they're like, how the hell did they do that? I want to do that. How can I do that? This is how. 
Look at their habits. I guarantee you they were once party people. They were once no recollection, no inclination of limiting what they snack on or how much drink, how much they drink or the fast food that they eat. A lot of weight loss journeys are the same. And the reason that they had success is they changed their habits. You don't see this fit person. And guys, when I mean fit, I don't mean like having abs and whatever. I'm talking about someone who is just a healthy human being that you have known that has lost a lot of weight and kept it off. Or if you look at my page, I lost a lot of weight and I've kept it off. There's plenty of people out there that have done so. They're not eating out a lot. They're not eating fast food a lot. If ever, I can't, fast food is just a no-go. They're not drinking a lot. They're drinking a lot of water. I used to make fun of them. No, I didn't make fun of them, but people who carried around a water bottle, I was like, that would just be annoying to have to carry something around all day. I ain't going anywhere without my water bottle, except for I left it at my brother's house last weekend. So kind of without it, but I have plenty more, but you know what I'm saying? It comes with me. When I go places, I bring my water bottle now. And that is a habit of a healthy human being. Steps and movement. They probably move a lot. They probably go on walks. That's the key. There's no special direction that you're missing. It's in your habits. Your life is the sum of your habits. Your financials are the sum of your habits. Everything. The cleanliness of your house. I got to be honest. I got to work on that. My cleaning habits are not spot on and my house is kind of cluttered. That needs to be fixed. I need to fix that habit. But why? It's because, uh, well, you have clothes that need to be folded. So I'm just going to put them on the bed. The habit should be, no, you put them away. That should be the habit. And that's what I'm saying. If my habit was to put things away when they needed to be put away, I'd have a tidy house. We all have priorities. Right now, my priority is my business, my clients, growing my business. And that takes a lot of my time. So my cleanliness habits aren't number one. But if your number one habit is, gosh, dang it, I want to freaking lose this weight and keep it off. It's in your habits, your daily habits. Focus on them reflect on them. And if you fudge it up one day, that's okay. The next moment you have a chance, whether it's in five minutes or the very next day, get back on board. The only time you fail is when you quit and say, this is too hard. That's when you fail. But if you go out and you accidentally, you know, oops, crap, I totally forgot to order a sugar-free caramel macchiato. A, you could just throw it out, but B, you may not want to do that. Drink it. Make the rest of the day beautiful. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It just has to be slow, compounding changes. And once you start compounding them, one good decision on top of another, these habits will form. They will become completely second nature. You won't even have to worry about it. You won't even have to think about it. It will be part of who you are. And I promise you, you will be a healthier, happier, more productive human being. So that is going to be part two. I truly think I have more for you guys. So I think we're going to make part three, four or five, however long this is going to take, because I want everybody to have the success that I have had in weight loss. I have been there. I have felt defeated. I have wanted to rip my hair out because none of my clothes fit. I have felt sad. I've cried. I have hated the weight loss journey so, so, so much. It was the worst thing in the world. And it is now what keeps me thriving. It keeps me happy. And it's easy. And I want that for you. And it can be yours. So if you're out there thinking that you're broken or it's not in your cards or that your genes are bad or that your hormones are bad or that it's just you're big boned or whatever it may be, I'm going to tell you right now, 
you can break through it. You can. And so I hope you use these habits. If you do and they make a difference, please reach out to me. I love talking to you guys and creating relationships um, on the internet because unfortunately with COVID, uh, that's kind of our only option at this point. Um, And if we don't live in the same state, it's kind of hard to meet up anyway, but I'd love to hear from you, um, your successes, your wins. And remember, this is about what you have to gain, not what you have to lose.